We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You're listening to Talking So Well, Getting Sports, with your most wonderful host, Morgan, and your other host, fuck it, Austin. Did I say the episode yet? No, 123, probably. Austin, how the fuck is it going? Hey, we got through, and that's the important thing. Uh, yes, it is episode 123, and you know that because we discussed it before, but uh, you didn't think I was going to call you out, but I did. Um, I wouldn't expect anything else. Well, I will say, so as some of the few people that listen to this know, uh, I live in Vancouver, and it's, uh, well... We got we're getting the snow. Boy are we getting the snow. Uh it started about ten o'clock this morning, pretty small snow, and now the flakes are easily the size of a nickel, maybe even a quarter sometimes. And uh loving it. Um this area doesn't get tons of snow all the time, so it's nice when it nice when we get some snow. Well, since we're on the topic of snow, I will say that I'm thrilled that your snow is just a grand old, wonderful, fantastic time um, because we're also getting snow here in Saskatchewan and, and uh, driving in a blizzard yesterday was not the greatest for 10 hours. I believe that. But we made it through and yeah, we probably got about um well it's still snowing. I don't know. I don't even want to say a number of foot. Fuck it, I said a number. <laughs> if not more. <laughs> but right. before I continue, anything else that you've been up to, I feel like I might might have cut you off or were you done? Uh, no, I was done. Uh, you go right ahead. Um, let's see. Where... Oh, I went hunting. Luckily, last week, I forgot to mention this because I know th- it happened after we recorded. Never mind. Um, last week, it was, you know, plus temperatures, like plus three to plus five. Now, tomorrow is supposed to be plus 30, so I'm just sort of, or minus 30, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not plus 30. Um, so, gotta love living in Saskatchewan. Anywho, <laughs> last week went hunting, went very well, got a decent buck. Um, already had some of it, very tasty, and didn't waste much ammo, so that's all, always bonus. <laughs> Uh, and what else? What else did I do, Austin? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Played a new board game on Friday. That was 
interesting to say the least. Dodgeball like normal. I sucked ass. Um, and I really did not like to enjoy the team that I was playing against actually last last night. They were very nitpicky for the things that we were doing wrong. But whenever they did something wrong, it's like it never even happened. And Mr. Morgan here got a little agitated at times and called them out very (laughs) gracefully. I was also coming off of a 10-hour shift. Like I said, driving in, not crazy blizzard, but it was gusts up to 60 and a five-ton blowing snow. Not the best. So I was a little grumpy, I'm not going to lie, and I took it out in dodgeball. It was kind of nice. <laughs> and I'm thinking real hard because the last two episodes, I keep forgetting to tell something that I did. Oh, I almost forgot. I almost pulled the Morgan. I got another new video game. And that would be the new God of War, Ragnarok. And I'm pretty sure every time I play it, my eyes have an orgasm. Damn. (laughs) That sounds fancy. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, It doesn't sound like it, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Don't knock until you try it. Hey, you know what? No, but all seriousness is... I'm a huge God of War fan. Um, I went to Black or went to Best Buy thinking I was going to get a deal. Didn't because it still cost me $100 for a fucking video game. So Oof. Th- there's that, but right now it's worth it. So I'm at kind of like a turmoil of not knowing what to play, but this is not a video game podcast. As much as I would love to talk about everything that I've done, video game wise, and I can if you guys want to. No. No, no. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure, maybe I'm wrong, but I'd be very surprised if I was. But I think Mr. Austin really wants to talk about some good old NHL. I guess. I hope so. Well, hockey, it's a great thing. And uh, we're about, it's kind of crazy, we're already about a quarter way into the season. And, you know, as such, I think it's a nice time. And Morgan did as well to kind of recap some good old-fashioned statistics and standings and all kinds of standouts and just good, good fun, you know? Just good old-fashioned nerd, hockey nerd fun. Yeah, uh, I have some thoughts about some teams. Excellent. Well, first off, uh, I think I want to talk about individual players and then we can get to the team. Yeah, I have some but... thoughts about that as well. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that there's thoughts. That's otherwise it would be a terrible podcast. Uh, 
so of course no no shock here Connor mcdavid leading the league in points with 39 not a huge lead mind you he's only got a three-point lead on jason robertson who over the last couple of years has cemented himself as one of the best players in the league well he's also leading goals too well, and I was getting to that, my good old buddy, old pal. I know I'm uh, jumping ahead. But in it... 23 games played, Jason Robertson has 19 goals and 17 assists for 36 points. And that's just absolutely fantastic. Um, he He's shooting right now, shooting the lights out. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's... Um, He's shooting at 18% right now, just about 20%, which is not overly sustainable, but we'll see how long it lasts. Um, I will say also on the goal scoring front, kind of a surprise. Not, I don't think anybody at the beginning of the season would have predicted that this far in, Bo Horvat would be tied with Connor McDavid for the goal. Lead, that was one of or my for the second. Yeah. Uh, not the goal lead, obviously Jason Robertson has that, but the fact that they have the same amount of games played and the same amount of goals. Now, to be fair, Connor McDavid has 15 more assists than Horvat, so yeah, and, definitely. Oh, well, I was just gonna say the teams themselves are kind of doing opposite things as well. Yeah, although to be fair, uh, Edmonton's goaltending has been terrible, and we can talk about that too. Um, but yeah, uh, like regular guys, Pasternak up there. Although I will say, Tage Thompson is another guy like Robertson in the last couple of years has really shown the league, like, hey, I'm really good, and uh, I'm going to show you that. And he's got 28 points in 22 games with 14 goals. Um, not bad, not bad. I will say. But yeah, uh, I can't complain about that. I will say too, uh, Mitch Marner is currently on a 16 game point streak, which is absolutely banana hammers, banana hammock, banana crazy. <laughs> I can't talk. Um, just move on. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably just move on. Uh, <laughs> But uh, also another guy who we've talked about earlier in the season and is still putting up great points, Eric Carlson. He is sixth in the league in scoring, or tied for fifth, actually, with 32 points. Um, dude has turned back the clock. Uh, I know he's yeah, only 32, I'm very but... I'm surprised by that, actually. Sorry to cut you off. But... No, it's all good. His, given all his injuries and everything, I guess... Maybe he's still got some. He's proven that. And uh, the fact that he's still like ahead of guys like Rantman and Mitch, uh, Kachuk, Tage Thompson, Marner, McKinnon, all these guys, like he's still outscoring them. So, yeah, props to, props to him for sure. Um, I don't yeah. know if you're going to get there or not, but we have to mention what I'm looking at right now in the stats for the goalies. Okay, well, because, uh, I was Linus Hallmark just leads in every category, basically. Yeah, he's been absolutely incredible. Um, I did just want to talk about this more specifically to the defenseman a little bit. Um, Ooh, obviously, we got Eric Carlson leading the league and for defenseman in the point 
Fox points department. Uh, not far behind him, we got Adam Fox, who, not a surprise, he's an excellent offensive defenseman for for the Rangers. We got Rasmus Dahlin, who's really kind of cemented himself as a solid uh, solid defenseman in the NHL. Uh, then Morrissey, Sergachev, Kel McCard, despite having a slow start to the season, is still sixth in the league in scoring for defensemen. Um, hell yeah, Quinn Hughes, eight plays with 21 points. Love that. Love to see that. But, um, yeah. Uh, goalies, well... It's uh, you know, I think it's, it's a just one Linus, person's game. I think it's just Linus Allmark's world, and we're living in it. Um, he's played sixteen games. He has a two goals against average, a nine thirty five save percentage. Uh, he's got thirteen wins in sixteen games played. Uh, dude, I will say he only has one shutout. Um, oh darn! Leader in the league in shutouts is Karel Velmechia and Vili Huso, both with three. Sorokin with two, as well as Hellebuck, Logan Thompson, and Kemper with two, and then a bunch of guys with one. Um, but yeah, Allmark at this point in the season, I would say, is a front runner for the. Uh, for the um, Vesna. I mean, it's hard to argue that right now at this point. It is. What were you, um, what were your thoughts? What were you, you said mentioned earlier, you had thoughts. I, I had thoughts. I didn't say there are very many or good ones. And we already, I already said them. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <clears throat> moving right along to, the standings and seeing where teams are doing. Oh, now I have more thoughts on standings. Well, that's good. Uh, it, so first of all, just general general statements here. The East is definitely stronger than the West. That just is what it is. It has been for a couple of years now. Uh, the West had its run. Now the East is 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 fantastic. The West is eh. Um. How about the New Jersey Devils? Yeah, where did this come from? And it's crazy. Through 23 games, they are 19 and 4. They yeah. have 38 points. They have a two point lead over Bruins for the first place in the, the league. entire league. In the league. And. They're, they so they show no signs of slowing down. Um, to be fair, it helps when you go on a 13-game winning streak uh, and then get absolutely robbed of three goals. Well, at least one. Mm, you know, it's... Uh, but I will say, Boston, not far behind. Boston's only two points behind, and they have two games in hand. Boston's another team that I was surprised about. Boston's doing absolutely fantastic. Um, the Leafs, despite their fans freaking out, not doing terrible at all. Third in the East. Um, they'll do just fine. But, um, hmm. 
I uh, I wanted to mention something, and I don't think you're gonna like it. Uh oh. The flames suck. They're they're doing their thing. It's not good though. That's the thing. It they're they haven't they, they're they tied with the Canucks. Bad. They're tied with the Canucks. They have one game in hand, but they are tied with the Canucks. And yeah, they had a little what was it, a seven game losing streak, so that didn't help. But since then, um on the road trip that they had, I think they played what was it? Eight games and they got I don't know. They lost the last two, but then they, I don't know. They got like 11 points out of possible, what is it, like 16 or something. But a bunch of new players and stuff. I don't know. It'll come around. Although, to be fair, uh, Minnesota Wild, they're currently in the last wild card spot and. We're only the Canucks and the Flames are only one point back of them. So the West is still pretty close and also bad. Yeah, um, like that's the thing about the standings still right now. You win one game, that's two points. Talk about the Flames that would bump them up with Montreal, which puts them past Minnesota. And then, you know, so it's not crazy. I, before we, I have to mention this before I forget, though. The crack in Seattle. What the hell? Yeah, Seattle cracking. Um, good for them, man. Like, last year was rough. Last year was rough. And Ooh. nobody really even paid attention to them because it was real bad. But they, they've really cranked things up. Um they're 13, 5, and 3 for 29 points, which is good for second in the Pacific. Um, good for them, man. It's uh, you love to see it. Andre Burkowski, Andre Burkowski has been excellent. He's got 21 points in 21 games. That's a great free agency signing. Matthew Bernier, Benny Bernier, Bernier, uh, 18 points in 21 games for a rookie. Excellent. And they got they got a bunch of guys like. They got eleven guys with at least ten points already, which is which is you love to see that. There's good good spread of scoring, um, and they're doing it without Shane Wright, which is kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, it's things are looking up for the Kraken. Anything else in the Kraken? No. No, that's it. I just wanted to point it out because I'm. I'm thrilled that uh, as much as I hate that, you know, they're doing well because they're in the same division and stuff, it's still nice to see an expansion team get some type of success. Well, I mean, it's seemingly not as rare as it used to be because the the Knights obviously had some really playoff successes as well. But, um, now that we've talked about some good teams and some okay teams, let's talk about the terrible teams. 
and in the West, they are a plenty. Um, we have the Sharks, the Coyotes, the Blackhawks, and the Ducks. All four teams have yet to get 20 points, and they've all played at least 20 games. Uh, it's rough. They're bad. Uh, the Ducks, obviously the worst of them. They have 13 points. Um, just not not good for the Ducks. They have 58 goals for, 94 against for a negative 36 goal differential. For comparison, the Flames have, are negative 7. Uh, Canucks are negative 4. So take that. Um, but... Of course you're going to throw that out there. Yeah. You're dang right. Actually, the Canucks have the same goal differential as the Edmonton Oilers. Anywho, you're talking about the Ducks or something? Yeah, the Ducks are terrible. The Blackhawks are a little bit better. Not much. Uh, I really don't want the Ducks to get Bedard. I don't want the Ducks to all of a sudden be good again. But I will say in the East, got some competition for that first overall pick because the Blue Jackets stink. Uh, good for them on signing a big old free agent that's uh, helped them secure last place in the West or the East rather. Um, so good for them. Yeah, I'm not complaining about that too much right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, weird move, but hey, you know, if he's that, that's where he wants to be. Uh, then the Senators also not doing great. They have a bit of a hot start, but uh, they're still not a great team. Uh, a lot of talk about coach movement out of there, potentially. Uh, DJ Smith, he's been there for a while now, a couple of years, but I think they're in, in need of a good veteran coach. I have no clue. I have to say this right now. I have no clue if you guys can hear the shit that's going on above me right now. There's all types of thumping and stuff. So if it comes through, I apologize, but people are dumb. Well, that is true, but I don't think I've heard any of it. So I wouldn't be too worried. Okay. Well, it's just a fair warning. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, do you have anything more to say on any teams in particular? How bad the Flames are? <laughs> the Flames aren't that bad. They're just trying to... Not They're going to win good. tonight, and it's going to be fine. No, I don't know about that. If we can just get Huberto going a little bit, but I mean, he's playing. We're playing Huberto on the third line, so there's that. On the so oof. But he's producing down there, so that's the thing. Well, I, I guess I don't know. He doesn't seem like a third line guy. How much are you guys paying him next year? It's not about the money. Hmm. We have play players that are producing in certain spots, and it works. Everyone just expects. Because of the players that the Flames have, everyone expects them to be the top dogs, and it doesn't work that quick. You have to build chemistry. We lost um, like 30% of our goals scoring with two players. And, you know, for example, Huberdeau has only been with Florida, he's adjusting to Daryl Sutter. 
and I can go on and on about how I feel about the Flames right now. But we don't have that type of time. <laughs> no, we don't. But there's reasons. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. A couple surprises this year for sure. Obviously the Devils. Uh, I didn't think they were as bad as they were last year, but I didn't think that they were this good. Um, and watch out for Lindy Ruff, the head coach there, to be a potential Jack Adams a winner. Because in my experience, uh, from what I'm aware of at least, the Jack Adams is usually the award that goes to the coach of the team that everyone expects to be bad, but they're actually pretty good. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my pick. There you go. You heard it here first. Lindy Ruff for uh, Jack Adams. Well, time will tell, sir. They were booing him at the beginning of the season. Remember that? Really? They sure were because they weren't playing very well. And then they won 13 games in a row. And at one game, they were actually, the fans were chanting, sorry, Lindy. Uh, <laughs> because they were winning. So what, much. did I'm they not lose the first four games or something? I think so. Pretty much. And then they just won forever and ever. No, Isn't... they... Just imagine losing that 13-game win streak to Toronto, though. That's rough. That is rough. But um, I think we should move on to... Yeah, we (laughs) we we definitely got our money's worth out of the the recap. But uh, it kind of goes in with that as well. So a guy who we've talked about for years as will he, won't he... Uh, beat Gretzky for all-time goals record. And, of course, that's Alexander Ovechkin. No one else is even close. Uh, in fact, Ovechkin is 10 goals back of not Gretzky, but Gordie Howe. Yeah, make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> He's 10 back of Gordie Howe. Uh, Gordie Howe has second place locked up, well, not for long, at 801 career goals, uh, which is no small feat. But Ovechkin is 10 back. He has 791. And, you know, he's on pace for 39 this season if he keeps up his current pace, which is not unrealistic for Ovechkin from what we've seen year yeah, in, year for out. Him it's not. Yeah, for him, it's a just an average pace. He's not doing anything spectacular, like anything crazy, really. He doesn't have to do anything crazy at this nope. point because he's already had a 60-goal season and multiple 50-goal seasons and all the Rocket Richards you can fucking ever want. Um, and a few good seasons, you know, he signed to 05-06 and... Oh five oh six, twenty five. Oh, he signed in. Okay, never mind. That was the first year he entered the league, so that was a weird slip up. Um, which means no. I thought you were talking about how long he signed till. Yeah, no, I was trying to, but I I fucked it up. Uh, so thank you. Um, I just, I think, I think he's gonna do it. I remember a few years ago, actually back in like 2012, 2013, he 
go down a bit. I think he scored like 30-some goals in a season. And people are like, uh-oh, here it comes. He's washed up. It's over. He's not going to do it. Because people love to tear somebody down. But Alex Ovechkin heard all that shit. Oh, you're washed. Oh, you're this, you're that. And he's like, um, on second thought, you know, I'm just going to win some more Rocket Richards. And so he did. So this is a dude who I think he is bound and determined to beat that record. And he will. I I think he will. I remember there was a time where it was like, maybe he won't. Maybe he won't do it. But I think we've gotten past that. And barring some terrible whatever, anything, but I think he's going to do it. Yeah, because if he's on pace to get to um, 39 goals, I'd put him right around. Um, how many goals does he have right now in the season? Do you know? Uh, I believe he has 11. Okay, so I'd put him around like 325-ish. Hell, if he had one more amazing season, he could do it next year. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What if he just all of a sudden scores a goal a game for the rest of the season? There's that. Maybe um, he fully could do that. Canucks tonight, so they'll probably he'll probably get a few. Mm. At least six or seven. But, uh, yeah, that game actually is in a couple hours. And I'm not looking forward to it, to be honest. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Also, Philadelphia sucks. Just throwing that out there. Um, (laughs) All right. (laughs) I forgot to tack that onto our uh, recap. Philadelphia is just bad. So... (laughs) (laughs) This one... This one kind of surprised me. Uh, the Rangers decided, ah, we're done with this fella. Uh, Ryan Reeves was traded to the Minnesota Wild for, and I don't know, as a player, I feel like this is kind of insulting, a fifth-round pick. Uh, he's 35 years old. He has zero points. 12 penalty minutes in 12 games and has been a healthy scratch for seven of the last eight games. Uh, last game he played, he played seven minutes and 26 seconds. So this is not a guy who's a huge con- contributor, but obviously Minnesota was like, for some reason, even though they have no cap space, they were like, let's get this guy who's paid a few million bucks for no points. Uh, I guess obviously they need somebody. Maybe they just want somebody to protect uh, Kaprizov, which would make sense to me. Possibly. I don't know. He's maybe he'll uh, produce on a different team. Maybe um, maybe the he wasn't the best fit in with the Rangers. I don't know. It's it's possible for sure. I I don't know. Um, I think 
they got him to get tougher, but they just decided it wasn't worth it. And let's we'll see. Time will tell if it works out for uh, for Minnesota. Yeah, it's not a massive trade or anything. That's for sure. No, no, but uh, a little midseason trade never hurt anybody. Um, I think. I think we're going to see some more trades in a little bit here. In uh, Actually, no, we're getting into December. Never mind. Maybe in January. Uh, traditionally... Any predictions? I'm curious. Well, uh, as much as it pains me to say this, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but there is a lot, a lot of talk of uh, Bo Horvath. Uh, being traded because the Canucks, and I know I've talked about this before, but I don't care. I'm going to talk about it again. The fucking Canucks gave Miller a long-term contract before they had even given one to Bo Horvat, who's been here four years. He was drafted here. Um, need I say more? I just... He doesn't have a contract this year. And I'm sure some other teams will be happy to sign him long-term if we don't have the space. If we could get some good assets for him, that would be great. He's having one of his best seasons. Obviously, we talked about he's he's tied with McDavid for second in goals, um, which even saying that out loud is kind of crazy. He's definitely making his trade value go up, that's for sure. He His trade and his contract value, which uh, yes. makes him even harder to keep. So... I just some cases harder to trade away as well because oh yeah because then the other team has to have the space to sign him long term because that's what he's gonna want and I just uh, I hate to I hate to say it but if we can't re-sign him then at least I want to trade him instead of just letting him walk at least get some assets in return um I don't know man. Eh. I think um who do you think who do you think is the team that could uh make a trade for Horvat? What do you think the Flames would give up for him? Be be honest, don't just be a homer. Um for a guy do like you think Horvat, the Flames would what's that? I don't think they if anything, if the Flames are making any type of move still, it's gonna be more um Defenseman depth. That's fair. Um, because we're hurting a little bit on our back end, like you know the bottom six, the bottom two, or whatever. Right. Um. But this is I don't know. I don't know who would even have the space for Bo Horvat right now and in the future. <laughs> well, in the future, I know this year the cap's supposed to go up a couple couple mil, depending mm-hmm. on things, but I think it will. Uh, and then a couple more years it's supposed to go up even more and more. More and more. That's my uh, scientific <laughs> uh, explanation. But um, I think in he's honestly, in probably... This is you could probably go to a bottom theater team because that's the type of teams that would make a trade for. Uh, 
Bor Horvat at this point. This is a dude that fucking helps you out huge. He's I know that's why I mean. to... a team that um I don't think he would want to go to a bottom feeder. I'm pretty sure he has probably not, I guess, but a team that would that probably fuck I can't speak either. Wow. A team <laughs> that is on the verge of making cracking the playoff spot. I know we're only a quarter in and stuff, but Oh, it's it's I don't know know if it's a trade that they can make mid season. It won't be easy. But if it's not mid season, then it's just a rights deal and you don't get as much. Like if you're gonna get maximum oh, I agree value with that. to trade, it has to be mid season. Maybe at the deadline. We'll see. We'll see how everything's going at the deadline, see uh what teams could maybe need him. Or if the, all of a sudden the Canucks fucking somehow turn it on uh, like they did when Boudreaux took over last season. Um, we'll keep them and then see what happens. Because uh, the, the playoffs are the playoffs and, and uh, anything can happen in the playoffs. Exactly. That's why I love the playoffs. I'm done hearing you talk about the Canucks. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about hockey wise before we move on? No, let's move right along. Also, I just want to say, I don't think we even acknowledged it, but boy, am I glad to have hockey first again. Yep, it was uh, slim pickings already for the football side of things, but <laughs> it's kind of like the calm before the storm hits with free agency and stuff in a couple months here but what i was always gonna i was gonna say there's always gonna be a naturally a little lull after the uh the championship like everyone chill out for a second yeah you won all right yeah but before i jump ahead too far we should you know take a little break because where else would we put our plugs and shit so and where else would we take a drink of water exactly well see you on the flip side buddy friend Austin pal do you happen to have any plugs for us by chance I do. Uh, first things first, you should follow us on Twitter at Podstoned because, uh, you know, Twitter's the best. You can also follow me at FitzD Fitzgerald. And on Instagram, we are at TSWGS Pod, talking so well, getting sports pod. I guess this is the uh, wonderful transition to the point where I say my plugs. And that would be, you can also follow me at Twitter, Caption Morgan 2, and Twitch. Also, Caption Morgan 2, I like to keep it simple. Um, it's easier for me that way. And it's easier for you. Yeah, it's a win-win all around. And also, like, rate, review, or show, that goes a long way. We're just really trying to hustle and bustle and try to make this grow. 
Thanks for listening. Download. Yeah, that too. Back to the show. All right. I'm back. Back again. No? Okay. No, please no. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're back as well, so that's beautiful. Because, because guys, I'm a little bit more sober. That's another great thing of having football second is that I'm not as a mess. I'll still be a mess, trust me. But <laughs> the ball's out of the bag. I already what? mentioned it. It is time to talk. The ball <laughs> is out of the bag? Instead of the cat is out of the bag. I said, yeah, no, I know sport. the saying. Why did you say the ball is out of the bag? Because sports. But the saying is still the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Yeah, but I put a sport twist on it. It's not the saying if you change it. Adam Big Hill, he's a great player for the Winnipeg. (laughs) (laughs) The Winnipeg. Well, they are kind of like a plague because they (laughs) didn't stop winning. Oh my god, did you just compare the Winnipeg to the Blue? <laughs> I'm I don't take it back. But Wow. There went our two listeners from Manitoba. <laughs> Good. Adam wow. Big Hill, in all seriousness though. Um even though the bombers didn't three peat, they're still obviously you know, they're not dumb because they got where they are for a reason. And one of those reasons is Adam Big Hill. And he inks a two-year extension, which in the CFL is might as well be 50 years. Because <laughs> at the best of times, it's one year at a time. So. And you know, also with the CFL, we don't really know what he signed for because they're not forced to release that information. I really hate it because it gives me even less to talk about. And I'm Fair. pissed off. I, I, it's just so sometimes they make it very hard to be a fan when there's very little conspira- conspiracy. Come, there's um, a lot of conspiracy. Transparency. <laughs> Yeah, transparency, that's what I'm going to say. Wow. But told you it wasn't going to be good. Um, (laughs) I don't know, knowing Adam, well, not knowing, but knowing Adam Big Knowing my personal friend. (laughs) Knowing the type of player and person that Adam Big Hill seems to be, I'm sure is a team-friendly deal because all these players, I know Willie Jefferson also re-signed. He wants to make a legacy with the Blue Bombers and, uh, I mean, winning two great cups, that's already a pretty good start to that legacy, I would say. 
I would say so, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to talk about them anymore. I don't even care if it's a short podcast. Nathan Rourke <laughs> was an amazing quarterback. He only played, well, he played eight games before he got injured, and then he played last quarter or, you know, first half, I guess, of the last game. And then the playoffs, and you know, made it all the way to the Western Finals, lost to Winnipeg. But as a Canadian a rookie quarterback, he did stuff that no one expected. And now the biggest question for him and for BC and the rest of the CFL and CFL fans is is if he's going wow that's a terrible sentence is he going to <laughs> give the NFL a shot and I think he still has a year left on his rookie deal which that's another thing BC got this type of production out of a quarterback that was making $85,000. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> not too shabby. Um, you know, he's 24. He threw for just over 3,300 yards, nice. 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, so that's over 2-1. to one. Um, In, like I said, just over 10 games of... <laughs> football uh in addition he set a cfl record with a completion percentage of 78.7 um like damn if he gets as hate as much as i'd hate to see him leave the cfl because a player like him is nothing but good for the cfl he would be stupid to not attempt the NFL if the opportunity is there. We've also seen, um, especially quarterbacks, go to the NFL and then more times than not, not stick down there and try and come back, and it's the NFL just beats them up. Oh, excuse me. So I haven't heard any rumors or anything about him trying the NFL yet. They're still in, you know, mid-season right now, so... Yeah. I don't know if it'll be anytime soon. I wouldn't be surprised that maybe he tries it after his rookie deal, give the CFL one more year. Um, That would put more film on tape and all that good stuff that sure would put more film on tape yep and that's not scotch tape i tell you i tell you what (laughs) um my jokes suck yeah they do but something else that's well not really suck is actually going to be very interesting 
solid transition. Right. Is there's quite a few thoughts that are running through many people's heads Uh-oh. about um, what's going to happen in this very boring currently CFL offseason. But a couple of things that can very quickly make it not boring is, for example, the quarterback carousel. Where's it all starts with Bo Levi. Where the hell is he going? He got traded to Hamilton or his rights did. He's still talking about testing free agency, so there's that going on. Talking about Nathan Rourke, Willie, won't he go to the NFL? If he leaves, does BC's just sick with Michael O'Connor? Um, I don't think so. Well, I, I guess they also have um, Vernon Adams Jr. now. They got him. So that would be okay. You know, the question about Cody Fajardo, where does he go? Um, Dane Evans tweeted out a photo of him with moving vans and U hauls. So who knows where he's headed off to? Oh, dear. I don't think he's going to be with Hamilton anymore. Um, yeah, it's a lot going of to be. A, what's that? A lot of movement. Yeah. Oh, and I didn't mention this. McLeod, McLeod, Bethel Thompson. You know, the Great Cup winning quarterback. There's a rumor he might retire. Oh dang! So there's a couple quarterbacks. And teams that I'd say are not looking for any type of change, and that would be the Bombers with Zach Claros. Jeremiah Mazzoli with Ottawa will probably stay there. He was injured for most of the season. So, um, And then Trevor Harris with Montreal. You could also see him potentially move. Um no, I'm not talking about the Bombers a second time. Screw that. <laughs> but I will talk about an ex-Bombers uh, player. He three-peated, did something that the Bombers couldn't, but he won with Toronto, and that's Andrew Harris. That's another guy where people are thinking he might be done. I, my little thought on that if for anyone that cares um no no okay well i'm gonna say it anyways i don't think he's done until he doesn't win a great cup i think he's going to keep playing until he loses (laughs) (laughs) that could be interesting that might sound weird but I don't. I think he still has another one. I don't know if he'll be with Toronto. Right. Um, I mean, he's also thirty-six, but I don't. I I think he's going to give it another go. Not saying he's going to win automatically, but I think he'll try. He'll definitely try. Um. Well, perfect. So. 
there was one last football game on the weekend that was worth watching, really, and that was the Venier Cup. Um, it was Lavelle versus Huskies. I was able to catch the last half of it because I was cutting up my deer that I, like already mentioned, shot dead. Yeah. Um, and the last, <laughs> what I saw of the game was actually very entertaining football. It was back and forth. Unfortunately, though, you know, uh, I was cheering for the Huskies. It was actually nice to cheer for a green team that actually had a chance to win something for once. So that was a brush of fresh air. A I didn't brush of fresh day. air. Bre- <laughs> wow. I fucked that up too, didn't I? <laughs> it's not good, bud. Oh, I mean, yeah. We can't win them all. <laughs> And neither did the Huskies. They lost to <laughs> the powerhouse that Lavelle has known to be. Like as frustrating as as it is, the Huskies had a great season, um, and yeah, they almost they almost won, but not quite now. A um, little side note. What's his face? Um, I forget his first name. The quarterback for the Huskies, I believe, Nyes. Um, he's now on the Rough Riders negotiations list. So he played a great game. So, I mean, there's that to look forward to if you're a Rider fan, I guess. Um yeah, I'm not going to break down this game like I normally would with, you know, CFL games or whatnot. But it's nice to see, um, you know, athletes like this that still perform on a high level. And it's also interesting to see where they all end up. I mean... Montreal will probably just sign all of Laval like they do every season, but fair, yeah. Uh, any? I think that's about all I have for sports stuff. Anything? Oh, actually, nope. Oh, well, if you have anything, Austin, you can go first. I got nothing. You got nothing. Well, <laughs> you guys thought that I was going to forget the most important part of the podcast. Curling fact number three, curling's Olympic debut was long before it became an official sport. Curling has been established as an official sport since 1988. However, the inaugural games were first held in France in 1924. So over these 74 years, curling has been defeated Definitively established in the Winter Olympics. Um, was that interesting for anyone? Probably I don't. Care. I don't care. All right. What I do That's care good. about is my stoner statement 
Um, I got nothing. I'm stoned. Everyone out there, stay oh, wow. stoned. Okay. And stay safe. <laughs> Bye.